everyone, and welcome back to the Lifelong Podcast. Today, you are definitely going to want to check this episode out because we're building stronger families. Tap into the psychology of engagement and more. This is where we talk about life, learning, and everything in between. This is the Lifelong Podcast, a show for those of you who love to ask why. Because we're marketers because we're coaches. It's because we're change makers. Each week we dive into the big questions and explore the psychology of engagement with strategies, tactics, and special guests along the way. Now, here's your guide, the visibility hacking queen herself, Coach Molly. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from visibilityhacking.com. And today it's Thursday, so it's time for another conversation. And today I have two of my favorite people in the digital space right now. Oh, like seriously, these two people inspire me to be a better human, not just because I want to live a better life, but because I want the people around me to have better lives. I want the people in my family to be stronger and more confident and live the best life they possibly can. I want the people in my community to be strong and confident and live the best life they possibly can. So, oh, I'm getting chills already. So I want to introduce you guys to Jojo and Corey Rankin, they are the coolest people you're ever going to meet. So I'm not even going to introduce them. I want them to tell you who they are. So Corey, Jojo, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Thanks, Molly. We appreciate being here for lots of different reasons. First of all, we absolutely love you too. So like, that's amazing. (laughs) But um, just a little bit about us. So we are um, founders of Our Family Strong. We, um, we are marriage coaches for entrepreneurs and we are parents of five crazy little humans, five, that's right, five. Um, but we're also foster parents and we've been foster parents for almost a decade. We've had 30 kids in our home. Um, and it's been a lot of ups and downs, but that has what, that's what made us has so strong as a couple. Um, and so we teach couples how to become strong, how to have that strong marriage and a strong business, because let's face it, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming, um, trying to better yourself and to merge outside of that box of um, the nine to fives and the, you know, just becoming better is hard work. And it's a lonely ride for a lot of entrepreneurs. And most of the couples that we work with, one is the entrepreneur and one is not. And so that can create a huge wedge in your family. Well, and just collectively as a nation and throughout the world, people are okay being, being average. They're okay doing what everyone else does and as an entrepreneur that just doesn't work mm-hmm. um you lo- lose friends you lose family you you separate yourself not on purpose but it's just people don't understand and it's such a lonely road and it's and exhausting divorce rates are high as in you know, entrepreneur couples and things like that and so everything that jojo and i do is about serving families making stronger families as she mentioned we're foster parents and we've had 30 children in our home over the last eight years and we have currently five children that that we've adopted. And so for us, strong families are crucial because our children, their bringing was anything but a strong family. They didn't have their parents present. They were bounced on and off the streets to relatives and families. And so it becomes very important for us to help people have strong families. And so that is our mission to build stronger families. And we do it from the top down. We help entrepreneurs strengthen their marriage. And when we take care of things in the home, the profits will also increase. So we strengthen the marriage and as marriages become stronger, 
the parent-child bond becomes stronger, the siblings bond becomes stronger with each other, and it sets us up for a better opportunity for children to be raised in a two-parent household, which is our ultimate goal. And just one other thing. Um, so our journey did not start the normal way. Like there was no like, oh, let's start a business. Like that was not our process. Um, we actually started our business because of a tragedy that hit. And um, when I came home from work, I felt very strongly that my mission in life was to help families. And at that moment I thought, well, that's kind of a ridiculous thought because I thought, well, I'm already a foster parent. We had been foster parents for five years, like had a lot of kids. I was in um, my undergrad to become a therapist. Um, and so I thought, okay, that's cool. And Corey was actually in grad school to become a physical therapist. So our whole plan was always going to be, okay, I'll become a marriage counselor and Corey will become a physical therapist. And that would be our journey. But that was so not the journey. So we were actually at a physical therapy conference and we felt very strongly that we needed to start our business. And we had been always coached couples, but we did it for free. And like, just people would come over to our house and they'd come and get parenting advice and marriage advice because we'd been through so much turmoil in our home. We really had to have a rock solid home. So that way kids that went through trauma didn't have fighting at home either. Um, and so when we started our entrepreneur journey, like it was really hard because it was a mind shift change and it was, it was different for us. Um, because again, we had never thought about a business. Like that was not in our plan. We did lose that family and friends because nobody understood mm -hmm. Everybody saw us as people that served, that were taken care of, that were foster parents, that was a welcoming home. And as we started, for instance, we had one friend that would come to us all the time with their Rocky relationship. And then as soon as we started our business, they disappeared. Everybody and because they, JoJo didn't have her degree, the friend knew that she was in the process of getting her master's degree. She, she told us specifically, what what makes you qualified to coach couples and and it was it was really it hurt but at the same time it was like we didn't need any qualifications when we were helping you with your marriage now but when it was official so we lost a lot of people and that's okay because now we have an opportunity we have a target on our back because people they doubt us and this that and the other but we just have an opportunity to find other people that want to strengthen their marriage. And so we've unintentionally left people behind, but it's about growth, doing more and becoming more. And that's exactly what our entrepreneur journey has allowed us to do is become more as an individual, as a couple, as parents, and as the leader that we want to be. So that's a little bit of our journey. <laughs> oh, Molly, we can't hear you. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> I love that you guys are absolutely like no excuses. Like you've had, you have five kids, five kids. And I'm not talking like teenagers, even though that's another can of worms, like yeah, five worms, kids yeah. who need attention every day. They need that love. They need that care. They need that guidance in life. And you're not only able to provide that for them not only are you able to then provide them an opportunity that allows them to thrive, and we will get to how amazing some of your kids are already under age 10. Let me yes. just plant that <laughs> seed there. Um, Two, but you're four, also four, five and eight. <laughs> but you're also able to then have this, this business that thrives as well. So for those of you listening at home, it's not about having looking for those excuses. It's about looking for those solutions. So how do you find solutions? 
solutions when you have, you know, all those dirty dishes and all of that household to keep up? How do you look for those solutions in your business and in your marriage? Well, we start by having the mindset that we will live a life of purpose. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be one day, a one day couple. For instance, one day when I'm really making it in my business and the money's flowing and we're rich or whatever it, it is, or when I get this next year in five years or 10 years, when this happens, this, no, 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 no. We live a life of purpose. So if the dishes stay in the sink over the weekend, well, then they stay in the mm. sink over the, over the weekend so we can play hockey with our kids or go on a bike ride or whatever it is. So that's the main reason we, how we manage everything. We live a life of purpose, not tomorrow, not next year, not five years, but now. And when we live that life of purpose, the things that we do, the things that we say yes to are a direct correlation to helping our family or other family. And we say no a lot, a lot more than the average person or even the average entrepreneur, because we have a family that we need to take care of. We help entrepreneurs a lot about boundary in the home and in the business. And so we refuse to have our family time with our kids encroached upon because we work in the business. So our time to work in the business and coach and stuff is very minimal, but we do that on purpose. We make sure that our family's on the calendar first and the business gets the leftovers. And I say that it's a little bit harsh and it's, the bit the business is not getting our leftover effort, but it's getting their third. Our business is our third priority in our life. First, God, and second, our family and our own marriage, and then the business, and then fourth is our everyone else. And I think just kind of going off of what Corey said, like we we thrive in our business when it's business time. We wear the yeah. business hat when it's business time. Yeah. We thrive in our home when it's home time, and we communicate the boundaries with our children and we communicate, okay, this is the time for this. This is a time for this. And of course, like when emergencies happen or whatever, like that's different, but we wear the hat that we're supposed to wear at the time we're supposed to wear it because in entrepreneurship, especially, and and I'm sure all of your listeners know this, like there's different seasons. There's a season (laughs) of being able, of being too busy where you're trying to start the business and it's really hard. It's exhausting. It's mentally draining. All your friends leave, like all of that. There's a time where you're actually starting to see the peaks and there's a time where you're just flooding back, giving that good, giving that good. And so it's important that when you're wearing the hat, you're supposed to wear, you wear that hat. So it's not something is getting a different priority. It's, it's, you're wearing the right hat. Well, our, our family time, sometimes it's doing laundry and dishes. Sometimes it's a bike ride. Sometimes it's playing board games or whatever, but here's a little pro tip. You have to take care of the home and take care of the build memories first. And then the dishes, the laundry, the cooking, that can all be done as a family. So Jojo's usually, we, we put our kids on little missions that we all pick up whatever living room together. We uh, unload the dishes and the laundry and fold it all together, but we, we make it fun because our kids are young. And so we make it a mission. We see how fast we can accomplish this. We make sure that the lava monster doesn't tip over our laundry basket and stuff like this. But when it's all said and done, our kids are remembering that they have time with us. So that that's what they're getting. But when we're getting, we're having all the laundry that's folded. The kids have put their laundry away because they're racing up and stuff. So it is cluttered. It is a mess for a portion, 
but we include our family in that. And that's, that's what it's all about. I would much rather have a moment with my kids than I would have an empty scene. Yeah. That's a beautiful way of talking about intentionality too. Like not only for business owners, for business owners, it's great. Like we're all used to time blocking and stuff like that, but then you take that hat off and you go back upstairs or you go downstairs and you go back to your family and you are thinking about your next lead gen opportunity or you're a lot of us are obsessed with clubhouse and we're like, Oh, it's just, Oh, I'm, I'm physically here in the room with my family, but I'm, I'm over here in my phone and, and teaching our kids that and being outspoken about the fact that I am taking this hat off. These are my boundaries. I'm communicating that so that you guys as little humans can begin to digest that kind of dialogue and create those frameworks of, of, of language and of con- communication with other people. Um, and then I'm also able to then say, all right, family time is family time. It doesn't matter if we're riding a bike, like you said, Corey, it's not, it's not always family time. Doesn't always have to be Disney world exciting. Exactly. You can make that, that home time exciting. And then they grow up with memories of knowing like, Hey, cleaning my room is actually fun because remember the time. Yeah. Remember the time I had the competition against my brothers and I totally won because I knew that I could just shove everything under my bed. Yeah. (laughs) Shove it all in the closet and close the door. Exactly. It it didn't happen. Exactly. I I totally love everything about the hat. And one thing, a little story that I like to share with hats, think about you step out of your home, the office, the car, the grocery store, whatever it is. You, you are wearing a hat and you have a gust of wind. The one hat that you're wearing blows off yep. and you go chase it in the parking lot or whatever. But, but now think about it. When you wear all the hats at once, an entrepreneur, a mom, a dad, a husband, a spouse, a friend, a, a house cleaner, a landscaper, <laughs> tax man, whatever all these hats are. If we try to wear them all at once, not, nothing gets done well. So think about wearing all these hats at the same time and not compartmentalizing things. Now, if I step out in a windstorm and all my hats are blown off, now I'm left with nothing. My hat is empty. I'm chasing all the hats, but I don't even have a hat on my head. I don't even have a role anymore. Now I'm overwhelmed. Now I'm lost. Now I'm stuck. Now the stress is too much for me. But for instance, if we will just wear one hat at a time, and as we step out into that windstorm of life, if we know it's windy, we can grab our hat like this and we can hold on. Yeah. And if we isolate one role at a time and do our very best with that role at this current moment, even if it's only 10 minutes, that's like holding on to that hat in the windstorm, the yeah. windstorms of life. You're not overwhelmed when you do these things. Yet life's not easy. Challenges are always hard, but the mountain that we have to climb becomes smaller when we wear one hat at a time because we can stabilize it, we can support it, and we can control where we have to chase that hat. We're not left in without a role. We're not left trying to do too much, and we're not left being stuck. And just one more point on that, sorry. But the other factor is that we communicate what hat we're wearing and how much time we think that hat is going to be on. And so for instance, with your spouse or even your two-year-old, it doesn't really matter. We all just need to communicate that. So if Corey were to be working on the business and I, let's say I'm the non-entrepreneur spouse, then he would need to communicate with me. 
I'm going to be working on the business from this time to this time. I believe I'll be done about this time for a break. And then it's your time where I it's because a lot of the time, um, what we see is that entrepreneurs, it does take over. And so it creates that wedge. And it's almost like an affair where the spouse is like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? What's going on? What this could not possibly be taking this time, this much time, Mm -hmm. or you're constantly on the phone. But when the spouse communicates, I'm hardcore wearing this hat right now. And then after that, flipping that hot off, it's done. Yeah. I'm on to you. And same with our children. Oh, right. yeah. That just gives me the chills. Because especially with so many people now, 2020 happened where we're in our homes. A lot of us who, who kept our jobs are maybe working from home and looking around and going, how do I actually delineate my time? It's one thing to delineate your space. Here in Canada, the tax laws say that if you want to write off um, your home office, you actually have to have a door that closes. And that way you can physically delineate that space. And you can say to your household, we're not talking about taxes anymore, but you can say to your household, I'm closing the door. As you say, Jojo, I'm there between this hour and this hour. I'm on my, my business hat is on right now. And when that door opens, you guys are free to come in, but, uh, but I'm still going to have my business hat on. What do you think about that kind of gray area where you're, you're still in the, you're still in your office. you still have your entrepreneur hat on, but, but you can maybe think about dividing your focus. Is that something you suggest we try? Yes. So let let me speak on that for, for just a minute. So think about this very real scenario. I'm just going to use it because I'm a male. So let's go with that story. It's not a story. It's it's the truth. I clearly am a male. So that, that was came out weird, but scenario. So if, if Jojo's a non-entrepreneur, I'm a male, I'm working from home. I do have that office that I can isolate and close the door from. She says, okay, it's dinner. Now the kids are waiting. Now it's time for me to work. And I said, oh, I'll be there. In t- I'll be there soon. And then yeah. 20 minutes pass. I'll be there soon. I'll be yeah. there soon. I'll be there soon. A man's favorite and word. So that, yeah. that <laughs> now, now, be, now before we know it, the meal's cold. The kids yep. are crying because they're hungry. And now it's two hours. So the way mm-hmm. to appropriately wear that hat is I will be done in 30 minutes and I will we will have dinner in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not soon because yeah. soon is irrelevant as far as nobody knows. There's no boundaries to soon. Yeah. And soon can just linger and linger and linger. But what I, um, what I suggest on the things, there's going to be times in the business where we can't be interrupted and we really have to be, if it's a a podcast or an interview or something that the noise could potentially disrupt the outcome. There's other times where we could take a break. And so for us, we have a deadbolt on our bedroom door, which is where we do all of our work. We, we tell the kids, if it is a, if it is a period or a season that we need quiet, we give them an activity to do. We say, this is going to take approximately this time. We lock our, our deadbolt and their bottom door. So if it is locked, they know that not to knock, not to do anything. If our door is closed and we're in our room and it's not a time where we're in a podcast or something will be disrupted, the deadbolt is not locked. The, the handle is not locked. So they are free to know that they they can come in. And then once they come in, now it's my responsibility to say, okay, I'm doing this. Can what you need wait a little bit, or do you need help right now? And that really gives the, the kids a sense of identity. I'm now the cool dad that is present that they want to be around and not the no show dad that is can't have the time for my kids. And one thing that I really think becomes important about separating 
working from home and this is business and this is family and everything like to that level is be still listen to the needs of your kids and this is hard for me to say because i could have missed an opportunity so my five-year-old was significantly drug exposed we adopted him through foster care we brought him to home from the hospital but he's significantly drug exposed he's got some speech delays and other delays and so his his language is hard to understand often and this one time his siblings were off playing with each other and they weren't excluding him but he didn't want to do what they were doing so he went up into his room and he was doing his thing for a few minutes and he saw that my door was open and he came in he literally grabbed me by the hand and he pulled me to his room and that that's his way of communicating like if he wants you to look at something he will physically move your face <laughs> yeah. and grab your hand and he did that and he he said these words very clear which he's never done before he said daddy will you play blocks with me okay. and so he grabbed me by the hand we played blocks in his room for 15 or 20 minutes that satisfied his needs after we played blocks, the other kids wanted to play blocks. And now he had his siblings. He, he had his friends with him. So he didn't feel alone. Mm -hmm. But that was an opportunity that I nearly missed because I almost said, we'll do it later. We'll do it in a little bit. I'm really trying to do this task. But that specific moment, I stopped. And I was like, yes, absolutely. As I, yeah. I started to process things, I was like, what I'm actually doing is not even that important. It doesn't even have to be done today. It, it needs to get done, but not today. Mm -hmm. So I took that time. My son talks about, for the next two weeks, he talked about it nearly every day. And that's been several months ago, and he still talks about it. So that's, I think that's the biggest piece of advice that I have is if it does become a gray area, mm -hmm. make sure that you've been present enough that your children know when to approach you and that they trust that they can approach you and that they won't just be shunned or pushed away because my kids know that they they can come to me and if something can stop they have a role in our home and in our business yeah. they know that they have an input that can really help us to share with what how we're coaching but also they have an input of when i stop working Oh, I just, I totally got chills when you said that your children are an integral part of your business. And so many entrepreneurs, especially in the digital space, they've started their businesses because they want to have that time freedom, that yeah. ability to be there for their kids and go to their daughter's dance recitals and hang out at their son's, you know, whatever, band recital or whatever, and to be there for those moments. And when I talk to entrepreneurs who are, who are family people, they, they always talk about those kind of landmark moments, like the dance recital, the basketball tournament. But I love, Corey, that you bring up that magical 15 minutes of playing blocks yeah. as like, you know, every it's an everyday occurrence for a lot of kids. But as parents, we tend to forget how magical those moments are for our kids. And so I love, I love, I love that so much. I'm just like, I literally have goosebumps thinking about it. Oh. How do you guys raise such amazingly um, strong children? So I think, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not Get me. yourself an amazing wife like Jojo and that solves half the problems. No, I think the biggest thing is that we are very open with our communication with our kids mm. because one yeah. of the things that started our journey is 
for one, the tragedy, but number two is we've been foster parents. We've had a lot of turmoil in our home. We've had a lot of trauma in our home. And so for us, it's been our, our whole journey of communication. Like if you saw me get up just a second ago, our kids know they knew before we went in that we're going into another podcast. But here's the thing. Like if my kid comes in, I'm, I'm real. Like I'm a mom first, you know? And so I, we communicate our expectations. There's not uncommunicated expectations in our home. And number two, we help them communicate their expectations. We have little conversations with them about what is hard for you right now? What are things that you're struggling with right now? And we schedule our children first. And what I mean by that is like, so I can have an entire day booked of coaching calls and, and um, like podcasts. We're on a lot of podcast interviews and we have a lot of couples that we help. But at the end of the day, like my kids, they still need their time. They still need to know that mom is mom and mom is wearing mom hat. And so for us, we schedule our children in first. They all get their time every day. That is strictly one parent, one child, one parent, one child. And then we have that family time as well. But, and I think the other thing too, is that we work on communication. We try to really, really hard, as hard as it is to communicate with a two-year-old, a four-year-old, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, and an eight-year-old to understand like what am I feeling right now when I'm in this rage of anger like what am I processing right now number one and number two how am I going to communicate that back and fix the problem we use a lot of like our family as a team because there's too many kids to be able to say like mom's going to solve every problem dad's going to solve every problem like children have to problem solve and and we don't hand our children stuff we teach them like these are our expectations. What are your expectations? What are you understanding right now? You know. And the, what Joe just said is all fantastic, but I want to <laughs> make it. I'm not. I'm not discrediting. It. I'm just making it even more simple. I think the most important thing that I can ever say to anyone, entrepreneur, parent, father, anyone is, do not miss an opportunity for a hug from your children or an yes. "I love you," whatever it is. Like when our children are coming to our our door, oftentimes because of the trauma that they've had through foster care, they just are making sure that we're still here, yeah. which many people don't have that barrier that they need to experience in their home. But it's pretty powerful when your children just come to your door or they sit outside your door just to make sure that they're there to confirm that you're not going anywhere, to confirm they're not home alone, confirm that they have someone that loves you. So do not ever missed an opportunity for an I love you, for a hug, whether it's your spouse or your children, because that opportunity doesn't last forever. Yeah, Our kids are small and they want those hugs, but as they get older and become a teenager, they won't want those hugs. But don't, don't ever miss that opportunity. Even if you are on a podcast and someone comes to your door, you can do my always heart or you can do I love you in sign language. And that... Yep. Even off camera, you can still say I love you without disrupting. But for our kids, that's the moment they, they need. They just need that one second of confirmation. Okay, everything will be okay. Yeah. Not only is that an incredibly powerful thing to say, Corey, it's the perfect segue into talking about what happens when your kids are brilliant and they decide that they could probably run your business better than you guys. So tell us a little about your, tell us a little bit about your, your mysterious, wonderful entrepreneurial son. Yeah. So I'll share this part. So he, so we have five books out um, between journals and books 
and well, I guess technically we have four, he has one, <laughs> but we were chatting one day in our bedroom door when we are doing office time, like at bedtime or whenever, cause we do a lot of like our family time is our family time. So we do a lot of our mm. planning and stuff like that at night when the kids yeah. go to bed, which is seven 30, they go to bed at seven 30. So it's not that big of a deal, but we leave our door open. So it's like, they can listen if they want to listen. And our son, we were talking about our book that we were writing the first one. And he's like, I'm going to write a book before you guys are. And I was like, cool. You're seven. That's awesome. Go for it. Like whatever you want to do. He legitly did. He published, will you be my friend, which is, and get this, it's a feelings book, which was totally his idea. So it helps children identify, like, are you feeling lonely? Have you ever felt sad? Have you ever felt nervous? Like, and it's, and it's this total story about, um, and he used all of our kids, all five of them in the story where, um, he's the new kid at a new school and he, um, is, is playing on the football team and he's nervous and he's scared. And, you know, and he talks about this one kid came in was a friend and then another kid wasn't nice to him. And like, so it helps kids identify their emotions, which was totally his idea, but he gives us so much input. In fact, he's been on our podcast before um, where he gives so much input about what do children need to hear from their parents? What do families need to have stability? Because he is honestly, he is the term resilience because he was abandoned. He was abandoned at Walmart, like the seven things, months old. And and the th and we were his second home, you know, outside of his birth parents' home, we were his second home. And so, he is incredibly genius in the aspect of mentality, but also like emotionally, he understands more than what we understand sometimes. And so, we do get his input. We get all of our kids' inputs. Like, what can we do better as a family to help other families? And he'll flat out tell us like. Hey, these are the things that children need to know. I really enjoy it when this happens or, you know, and so it, it is a, it's a different aspect, but we include them on, these are our plans of the business because it is a family business. But even if your business is not a family business, even if your business is a marketing business, then you can still bring it to your family and saying, mm -hmm. and especially to your wife, like, or your, or your spouse and just say, these are the things that I'm going to be working on. Do you have any input? What are your thoughts of this? Show them when you have new branding. Look how cool this looks. This is something I'm excited over. And eventually the whole family can get involved because that is something that we deal with a lot is one spouse is completely not involved in the business mm -hmm. and either one, they don't want to be at all or they don't know how to, or be. They don't know how to be and exactly. they want to support, but they don't know how. And so yeah. when you do simple things like that, by just explaining like, Hey, I'm really excited over this thing, or I'm really nervous over this, it changes the whole dynamics of the home. Yeah, you don't have to give them the whole SOP manual. You don't have to yeah, show exactly. them every single granular detail, but every day sharing those moments with the family and saying, look, I am so proud of myself because this is what I was able to accomplish today. I was able to share my message with these people and, and this is an outcome that I saw. And I'm so proud of myself that we're, I was able to do that. And thank you to my family because you guys were able to support me in, in bringing that forward. But I'm really, I'm really nervous about the next step. What do you guys think I should do? And that positions your family as your, not only your cheering squad, but your advisory committee. And they then take on ownership of those successes that you have. And they help kind of create that safety net around you emotionally when things are a little bit tougher, you're not quite sure of yourself and that's exactly. that's amazing exactly so let's we've talked about we've talked about couples we've talked about families with kids now let's talk about business shall yeah. we so let's who you guys serve entrepreneurial couples mostly 
Yeah. Yeah. So how do you actually connect with your people? How does that conversation start? How do they get into your world? What does that look like? Yeah. So our biggest thing is that we, because we are all relationships, like we work with couples that we believe in. So whether it's a business that we believe in, whether it's the couple, um, but we work with couples and we build that relationship. So our whole Facebook group, it's all about strengthening the community. So what talents do they have that can help another entrepreneur? Because let's face it, I am not a techie person. So like I have to hire someone else to do my podcast because that is the last thing I want to do because I'm not that person. And so that's what we focus on is in our groups and in our, in our networking is one, how can we serve that person? to strengthen them and help them become the best entrepreneur and family member that they can be. And number two, who can we connect them with to help them in their business? Because it's a lonely ride as entrepreneurs. Well, and there's space for everyone to win. And so that's, that's how we build our connection. Whether it's a coaching call, we we build our, our relationships on service. We serve each other. We serve our kids. We serve in the home, but we serve you, especially when we're on a one-on-one coaching with, with a couple. We're like, I will give you my heart and soul. I will pray for you. I will love you. I'll be your biggest cheerleader. If you need me to give me a skirt, I'll wear that and palm palms <laughs> and I'll cheer for you. Like I literally will give everything to be your cheerleader. And I think we build that relationship because it, we do feel that there's space for everyone to mm-hmm. win. And it's not about us. It's yeah. about you. We want found, strong families, our family to be strong. We want your family to be strong. We want everybody's family to be strong. Not only do we want your family to be strong, we want your business to be strong. So there's space for everyone to win. And when we put our our clients, the co- the couples that we work with, as we put them as the the winner, the hero, it's about them. It's their journey. We we try to remove ourselves as much as possible. We give them the tips and principles, the tools, the tools yeah. and we try to remove ourselves so they're not relying on us, but they rely on each other but they have it in as confident knowing that they have the support they need and they have cheerleaders, but that they can win, that they can do it. And that's the foundation of all the relationships and I that think, we build. I think one of the biggest factors is that kind of goes along with this, like, and what kind of makes us different than marriage, like typical marriage therapist is, and I mean, that is my major, like, you know, cool, but like, that's what makes us different is that one, we work with the spouses to be able to push the business forward so that way yeah. profits can increase, which is amazing what has happened with that. But also, sorry, there's a kid at our door. We, we <laughs> they thought it was a shorter podcast. So, um, but that's one of the biggest things that we do is because mm-hmm. when we are able to um, like work with a couple, we work with their business to help bridge that gap. But on top of that, we also work with what is affecting the home and what's a home business thing, yeah. what's a business thing, and what's a marriage thing. Because yeah. we found that the biggest difference is there's three different factors that affect a family. And so when those three different factors, one is off, it's often sometimes they're saying like, oh, it's just my marriage is awful. But really it could just be like, there's something going on in the home, like yeah. dishes or some other external stressor is causing that stress. So yeah. Oh, and it's it, a lot of that sounds like the, what we were talking about when we were talking about raising kids and communicating mm-hmm. those expectations and laying out those groundworks and and celebrating each other's successes and being there for each other. I love, I love that holistic approach. I, I'm I'm literally visualizing these three different jars and making yes. sure that they're all in balance because if you forget about one and you say, you know what, I'm I'm 
my marriage is the problem. So I'm just going to not focus on that. I'm just going to, you know, give my spouse all the space they need. And I'm just going to close my door one second. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Corey walked out without closing it. I apologize. (laughs) No worries. And thinking like trying to keep those jars in balance. And if I, my marriage is the problem. So I kind of give my spouse the space they need and I'm just going to dive right into my business. And then really it's, it's, it's neither of those factors. It's actually, it's not it's neither one in and of itself it's all of them in balance together so when you're looking when you're working with a couple are you looking drilling down specifically into each of those areas or are you looking at how they relate to each other as a balance so we do we do multiple different aspects so we work with three different populations technically so we work with an individual who's an entrepreneur we work with a couple so if the couple wants to join together then we work with them if, if it is an individual, then we just work with the individual to strengthen them, to push forward their profits and strengthen what they can change. Yeah. If it's the couple, we dive into, okay, what is the biggest barriers? Is it your communication? Mm-hmm. Is it something that's completely separate from the family? Is it the business that's causing the issues? So every couple that we work with, so we have two separate frameworks that yeah. we deal with, but in the aspect of is the, is the marriage on the verge of divorce? That's a separate framework. Is the marriage thriving and it's just, they just want to become better? That's a separate framework. So we have dialed in separate frameworks that work with specific people to merge into their specific situation. Because that's the hard part about relationships is one, it's extremely personal. So no entrepreneurs are not typically saying, hey, my marriage is rotten and like, I don't know how to fix it. Rather, it's usually, hey, I just need a little help tweaking something. And it it often (laughs) is a little help tweaking something, you know, but like that's where we dial in specifically. That's why we do one on one coaching instead of the group aspect. We did do some group aspect and that was enjoyable, but we really thrive and love working individually with our couples because we dissect and push forward their business and their marriage and their home life pending what they're needing in different frameworks. Yeah. And everyone's home life and everyone's home life and business and marriage is going to be different. And so having that group approach might work for very basic frameworks, but the power in what you guys do is you drill down into everything that's happening with that particular business and that particular couple, which is so powerful. Oh, oh. all right. How can people get into your world? How can they find you? How can they connect with you? So there's a few different things. First of all, we're hosting an event in February, um, February 19th and 20th. Um, I'll give Molly the link so that way you can just um, link into that. But we're hosting this event. It's going to be a marriage, basically a marriage retreat over the internet, right? So we're going to be teaching principles, having breaks where you're able to implement these principles. And then we're going to be having, um, and it's a two-day event. So that way it's separated, but, and then we're going to be having time where you can come back and kind of do a round table of what wins did you have? What kind of things work well for you or what kind of things are you struggling with? Because that is something that all of us, there's no such thing as a perfect marriage or a perfect relationship. But the thing is, is giving those tools 
to be able to change where you're at, no matter if you have a great relationship and you just want to make it better, like taking those tools and making it better. And then also, so that will be in February and I'm super excited over that one because I think it'll be enjoyable. It's, um, but I'll, I'll drop the link on where to register for that. If you want to book just a call with us, we'll offer your listeners a free call. Um, and that's a marriage deep dive. Yes, there you go. There's a giveaway, um, a marriage deep dive. And it's an hour call to just kind of dissect where you're at. If, if you want to work with us, cool. If not, we'll just give you tips on what you specifically can do to strengthen your marriage. Um, and so to register for that, it goes directly to our calendar and it's R, the letter R, familystrong.best. And then of course, you can always join our Facebook group at Strong Business, Stronger Marriage, and you can get direct access to us there. Um, and then the last thing, we're relaunching our podcast, which is strictly for entrepreneurs to strengthen your marriage. And a lot of the guests that we have on there are experts in specific fields of entrepreneurship. So not only do you, are you gaining marriage tips, but you're also getting business tips. And it's a place to get hope and to have a thriving business and a thriving marriage. And so that's Strong Business, Stronger Marriage podcast. And so- well, And you can find that on iTunes or anywhere else, January 13th or later, go subscribe to that and mm-hmm. come play in our Facebook group. And yeah, we, we call our the Tribe Marriage Ascender. So come be in a mar- marriage ascender with us. Ascend your marriage, ascend your business and have a greater big uh, increase your impact yeah oh i love it guys thank you so much so much for joining us here on the lifelong podcast it's been a blast and i know i've had a couple of moments where i am covered in goosebumps with the brilliant knowledge bombs that have just been dropped my friends so make sure you guys go hang out with jojo and Corey and build those stronger families because that my friends is how we are literally going to change the world It's not going to happen overnight, but that change in your mindset, that change in your mentality, that change in the way that you communicate to your spouse, to your partner, to your family, to your community, that can happen overnight. And the ripple effects, my friends, will literally change the world. Yes, it will. Sounds sounds cheesy, but it's true, right? It's legit. It's (laughs) Create the marriage and business that can change the world. That is right there. Yep. T-shirts. We're going to, we're going to make (laughs) t-shirts. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lifelong Podcast. Make sure that you like it, you subscribe, you download all your episodes, but most importantly, you share this with someone you think will get some value out of it. And I know there are a ton of you out there who know someone who needs needs to talk to Jojo and Corey, for example. It's no shame, my friends. It's making us better people. It's making our businesses better. It's making our impact more, more valuable and more important and more longer lasting because If you know anything about me, you know I care about my legacy and I care about yours too. So make sure that you like, subscribe, find me all over the socials. I'm Coach Molly with an E on Clubhouse. And I will see you again in the next episode. But until then, my friends, always remember that I love you and be excellent to each other. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lifelong Podcast. Make sure that you visit me at visibilityhacking.com and become an official visibility hacker. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd really appreciate if you rated us on iTunes or whatever platform you watch us on. Give us a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube as well. And If all of that seems like a little bit too much effort, then simply telling your friends about this show would be of great help to us. And also, if you're interested, I do do one-on-one coaching. So thank you again for joining us here. Remember, I love you.
and be excellent to each other.